With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. G'day, it's Ben Davis. Thanks for catching up on Mornings here on SENQ. But you know what? You can also catch up some great content with other SEN shows, such as Brecky with Patty and Heels, The Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Denon Kemp, all on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But until then, sit back and enjoy and make sure you tell your mates. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. Oh, Sam, I could listen to that all the time. Brings back great memories. Tina Turner, The Best is the name of the song. One of the great sporting promotions of all time. And uh, 1993, that time goes so quickly. 30 years ago, my late father was uh, working for the New South Wales Rugby League at that time. And that grand final is special because he passed away a couple of months after that. So always brings back great memories. I'm also sure it brings back great memories for our next guest who has uh, done everything in the game of rugby league. The only player to win premierships with three different clubs. And they were the initial premierships for those three clubs. He was named the player's player for two consecutive kangaroo tours, the last kangaroo tour in 1994 and then in 1990. And how about this? I mentioned earlier that he's a Carlton fanatic, but he also was the first player to score a rugby league try at the MCG. So there you go. I speak of Glenn Lazarus. G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm great, mate. And yourself? I'm all right. What is that? Hey. You feeling okay? I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling fine, mate. Uh, <laughs> what um, when you hear that, the best Tina Turner? What memories does that evoke for you? Oh, just everything about that '93 Grand Final, the, the celebrations after her coming down and and getting in amongst us and uh, singing the team song and um, and just what a wonderful I think. And I'm really biased, mate, but I think it's, it was a great time, the best time for rugby league. I just thought it was a wonderful period there through the 90s um yeah um and the uh, the uh, yeah the memories just keep flooding back when I, whenever i hear that song yeah yeah 30 years it's remarkable how quickly it goes mate as i mentioned canberra a premiership brisbane a premiership then of course with the melbourne storm in 1999 what does this time of the year mean to you oh uh, I, I get really excited around this time of year i you know i'm glued to the tv watching the semi-finals because i know you know the players that are playing it are, are doing their absolute best. There, uh, they've got to play better. You know the, the good teams play the good teams, and we see really good games of footy. But I, I just love being in Sydney at this time of year, and I'm I'm heading down for the for the grand or heading up to the grand final, um, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it because in my experience through the, you know, the my my career. Uh, being in Sydney at semi-finals time and grand final time, it's just when I mean, it's just become you know it's spring and 
There's, you know, there's flags everywhere and the people are all buzzing because the grand finals are on. And I'm a real uh, advocate for having all semi-finals played in Sydney. I, I don't like this home ground advantage stuff. I think once the once the uh, the four home and away season's finished, let's all gather in Sydney and play in these big stadiums in front of packed houses. And uh, it's just um, it's just a wonderful time of the year. Yeah, you've always been an advocate for that. A little bit of breaking news here for you too, mate, uh, which is a bit of concern for Broncos fans. Adam Jackson from Nine uh, has just put on uh, Twitter, or X as it's called now, that Herbie Farnworth has come from the field during Broncos training at Suncorp Stadium with what appears to be a hamstring complaint. Now, that is always something in grand final week. Everyone's keeping an eye on any slight little niggle or knock is seized upon, but also... Uh, it could be just a precautionary thing too, Lazo, but not something you want to see a couple of days out from a grand final. No, I've always said that uh, the week leading up to the grand final is one of the hardest weeks to prepare because there's so much stuff happening off the training paddock. You know, you've got, you get photos and things. And of course, in my day, we used to have to go down for a grand final breakfast. Mm. Um, you know, living and playing for Brisbane was a bit of a, bit of a chore, you know? So, um, that doesn't surprise me that, you know, obviously the, the media are excited too. It's grand final week, so they they, they uh, love printing a story. But, yeah, these things happen. These things happen, and uh, I just hope it's it's nothing. It's just a precautionary thing. Uh, but, um, you know, the Broncos and, and the Panthers will find it, I think. They find it, well, I did, found it a little difficult to, to prepare. Uh, you know, I can remember in my last grand final with Melbourne, you know, we were going to... Uh, you know, some of the rugby schools to sort of give them a bit of a, you know, taste of rugby league and the fans are there and, and whilst we love the fans being there, you know, they, they want to be a part of it and so they should be. Um, they can become quite demanding. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a bit difficult, but of course, you know, you fall back on what you've been doing all year because that's obviously uh, what's got you there. Now, one of the reasons I want to chat with you today as well, apart from your extraordinary uh, record playing and winning in grand finals, your relationship with the coach of the Brisbane Broncos, Kevy Walters, goes back a long, long way, doesn't it, mate? Take us back to when you and Kevy uh, first met each other in, in Canberra. Well, yeah, the year was uh, 1986, I think. Uh, 1986, um, I was playing, I just started, uh, not well, I was playing in the President's Cup competition, which was a six-weeks co- competition. It was an under-21s competition. And um, after the, that uh, finished, uh, the Raiders graded eight, eight players, and I happened to be one of them. And um, uh, Kevy was uh, uh, down there. And, uh, and look, you know, it was... It was I, I can't remember exactly when we met, but it's certainly been a, a wonderful relationship, obviously, with him and his brother, Stephen. We won uh, many a game at footy together and won grand finals together. Um, a wonderful family. I was very close to his mum and dad, uh, who unfortunately both passed. Um, I can remember uh, uh, Sandy, uh, Kevy's mum, uh, saying to me one day that uh, they had, because they had the five boys all within five years. So they had five boys under five. Um, and she said to me, I, one day there, I had to walk into the bedroom and just sit there and cry. And <laughs> <laughs> this is just getting too hard. Five Walters boys all together. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, I, I can remember flying up from Canberra to uh, uh, go to um, Kevy 21st at the Ipswich 
uh, railway station. Uh, him and Kerrod was celebrating their 21st, and I can remember my, my wife, Tess, and I flying up. Uh, the, the year that uh, he was 21 was Expo year, so we, we killed two birds with the one stone. He went to their 21st and then went off to Expo uh, 88. But, um, you know, I, I, I love the bloke. I love him dearly. He's the most beautiful person. He's got a wonderful personality, and there's just no surprise to me that he's become what he has today you know he just loves rugby league he loves the broncos he just bleeds maroon and gold and um and when i when he got the job at the broncos you know i knew he could turn that place around because he understands what a winning club has to do and become and he's instilled that winning dna back in the joint and um and the players have responded to it and they've bought into what he wants to achieve um and here we are you know, four or five days away from playing in the Broncos' uh, first grand final. Only three years ago, they were winning the wooden spoon. So, uh, Kevy, uh, as does the whole club, needs to be congratulated for what they've achieved so far. Do you think they can do it come Sunday? What's the head saying? What's the heart saying? Yeah, I think uh, both of them are in agreement um, that the Broncos can do it. They're going to have to be very, very good. You know, I thought that uh, the, the performance... Of, against um, Melbourne by the Panthers really indicated and, show, and showed uh, what they're capable of. I mean, they just, they don't give you an inch. They don't give you a, a, an opportunity. They don't, so you're going to have to create them. And I, and I think the Broncos are the team that can create opportunities uh, in attack. Um, I've been really impressed with their defence and it'll have to be spot on uh, uh, on, the, on the weekend. But I, I think, look, I've watched most games throughout the year and I think the Broncos were the only team that were going to beat beat Penrith and um, and, and I think they can and uh, I, I just can't wait for it. I think it'll be a, it'll be one of the grand finals we'll talk about for many, many years. You know, I think that it's going to be um, it's going to be one of those epic games and, um, and let's just hope the Broncos can come out on top. Just before I let you go, mate, we're running out of time. I had, did mention earlier in the program that you are a mad Carlton supporter. You're a member, have been for many, many years. Have you recovered from last Saturday? Oh, yeah. Look, at the end of the day, you know, we were beaten by a good side in, the, in Brisbane and I do hope that they, uh, you know, go all the way. I'd really love to see. I'd love to see the Brisbane double. I mean, I don't live in Brisbane anymore, but I absolutely love the joint and love what, uh, you know, they did for me and all that sort of thing. But, um, look, I think uh, it's, it's 2013, so 10 years ago was the last time we played in the semi-finals, and it's been a tough decade, let me tell you, for us <laughs> Carlton fans. And uh, for them to make the, the, the play or the semi-finals was just a, a wonderful thing, and, and they, they beat the Swans. Um they beat uh, they beat Melbourne, which was great, and we we're on a roll. And uh, and unfortunately, we came against a very very good uh, Brisbane yeah. side. Quarter good. time, so I was, I was. You would have been jumping. You would have been jumping everywhere, <laughs> mate. Uh, got to go, anyway. mate. Enjoy the game on Sunday. Uh, I know you'll be cheering not only the Broncos, but you could make Kevy Walters. Thanks for your time, mate. Good on you, buddy. Thank you. There he is, Glenn Lazarus. In my opinion, the greatest front row of all time.